Welcome to Sleep Cues, the everything baby sleep podcast. I'm Erin, pediatric sleep consultant and founder of The Happy Sleep Company. From catnaps to night wakes and regressions to teething, we cover all things baby sleep. With a passion for children's sleep, we're here to help tired families get healthy rest. Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. As a sleep consultant, you get a lot of questions about naps. Like what else would you get questions about, right? Naps, nighttime wake-ups, wake windows, which really relate to naps and nighttime wake-ups, feeding schedules sometimes, but really lots of questions about naps and nap transitions. So today on Sleep Cues, we are going to talk about one big transition and it's the transition from having a nap to not having a nap at all. We get questions about, you know, four and five month olds. When do I transition from four naps to three? We get questions about 16 month olds. When do I transition from two naps to one? But we also get questions about preschoolers, older toddlers and preschoolers who have been on one nap a day for quite some time. And their parents are starting to wonder, when are we going to lose the nap? When do we go from a nap to no naps at all? That's a big jump. So let's talk about that today. If your child is between the ages of three and four, they might be showing signs of being ready to drop their nap. For some parents, this is a welcome change because they find naps inhibit their ability to get out of the house and get things done. You know that feeling of being trapped by the nap. For other parents though, this is a pretty unwelcome adjustment because not only does it mean you lose a couple of hours of free time while your child snoozes during the day, but it may also mean that your child has some cranky afternoons during the transition as their body clock adjusts to not having that midday nap. Again, most children are ready to drop their nap between three and four years of age. The transition can be tough for some, like 4 p.m. meltdowns and falling asleep in their dinner at 5 p.m., but there are certainly ways to make the transition smoother for your little one and for you. So let's talk about what some of those ways are to try to make this a smoother transition. First things first, look at whether your child is really ready to drop their nap and do not bid naps farewell too soon. A few days of nap resistance does not mean that your child is ready to give up their nap. 90% of children still need a nap by age three. So don't jump the gun and eliminate the nap early if your child has only been refusing their nap for a week or so. Also, if your child is only around two years of age, if your child has just turned two and they are suddenly resisting their nap, I can almost guarantee it's not because they don't actually need a nap anymore. It's because they just turned two and now it's their whole job in life to resist every word that comes out of your mouth, unfortunately. So this is toddler resistance. This is toddler boundary testing and it's super normal and common and healthy but it doesn't mean your child physically doesn't need a nap anymore. It just means they're resisting it. So I would persevere and keep working on that nap if your child is only two. If they're two and a half, I have seen some children who I truly feel are ready to be done with their nap at around age two and a half. They're resisting their nap. They're not falling asleep for their nap. If they do nap, it is really inhibiting their proper nighttime sleep. So maybe at two and a half, some children might be ready, but most children are not ready until closer to the age of three to drop their nap and some need it until closer to the age of four. So watch for the signs that your child is actually ready for no nap. And if any of the following are occurring consistently for at least a couple of weeks and your child is over the age of three, then it might be time to forego the nap. One, 
your child is consistently taking more than an hour to fall asleep at nap time. Two, when your child does fall asleep, they nap less than an hour or they don't sleep at all. Three, your child is consistently showing little to no signs of tiredness when they miss a nap. And four, your child's having trouble falling asleep at bedtime when he has had a nap that day. And I would say the last one is the most common one that I see. I just spoke with a mom this morning who was asking me for advice about her child's bedtime because she has in the last month or so started to really have a lot of trouble falling asleep at bedtime and is taking 45 minutes to an hour to fall asleep every night, singing to herself, talking to herself before she falls asleep. This child turned three a couple months ago and she's still napping for two hours in the middle of the day and going to bed around seven. It's too long of a nap and it's too early of a bedtime. So the first thing I would do is consider shortening the nap to an hour to an hour and a half max. That would be a good starting point. The next thing I would do is make the bedtime a little later. If your child is having an hour, hour and a half nap and they're three years old, they can probably go to bed as late as 7.30 or even eight o'clock. So start with that, shorten the nap, make the bedtime a little closer to 7.30, eight o'clock. See if that helps your child fall asleep more easily. If you've done that and you've tried that for a week or two and your child still doesn't seem tired enough to fall asleep at bedtime, then it is probably time to drop the nap altogether. Here's the next thing. Let's move the bedtime a lot earlier during the transition to no nap. Remember, the more overtired your child is when they go down for sleep at night, the harder it will be for them to fall asleep, get into a nice deep restful sleep, and stay asleep throughout the night. So give your child an earlier bedtime than usual for probably at least a month after they stop taking their daily nap. If your child is only around three, three and a half and just getting used to not napping, I would put them to bed as early as 6 p.m. As they get a little more adjusted to not napping and get a little closer to three and a half to four years of age, maybe we do more like 6.30. And then by the time a child is four plus, then I would consider doing a bedtime of more like seven o'clock. They're four years old or older. They are well adjusted to not napping anymore. They can probably handle a 7 p.m. bedtime at that point. When you do make this change, make sure your child has quiet time each day. Even if they don't nap, they need some downtime. So if your child is no longer falling asleep at nap time, use this time for a quiet rest. Implement quiet time for your child. Alone in the room for an hour in the middle of each day if you can. You can consider using a wake-up clock For example, the hatch clock, you can set it to be red when it's time to be in their room quietly working on playing with their toys or puzzles or some quiet coloring. You can set it to be yellow when the hour is up and it's time to be done with their quiet time. If you don't feel confident that your child will do well with quiet time alone in their room, you could have quiet time together, but I do recommend that it be quiet time and not be necessarily filled with television shows and screen time with a lot of colors and storylines and things that are making your child's brain go 100 miles a minute, I would consider sitting together and just really sticking to quiet activities like puzzles and coloring or looking at some books together. You could consider re-implementing naps when necessary. So this is the last thing to think about. Maybe your child hasn't taken a nap in months, but starting kindergarten has been really overwhelming and exhausting for him. Maybe you took him to Disney World and he just can't handle all that fun without a break in the middle of the day. 
There will possibly be times due to everything from growth spurts to environmental changes and stimuli that require your child to have naps again for a short time. For example, many children begin to need naps on weekends again for the first couple of months after they begin kindergarten. And that's okay for some children. Watch your individual child's sleep cues and know when they need rest and when they can go without. I would say if your child seems really tired at a time like this, for example, when they've started kindergarten and they look like they need a nap to catch up on the weekends, but you try that nap and then your child won't fall asleep at bedtime, that's probably the wrong call. We probably want to forego that nap and just do an earlier bedtime instead. But if you give your child a nap and they still go to sleep easily at bedtime, then it was probably the right call and you are doing a good job catching your child up on some much needed rest during a big transitional phase. Be prepared for some off days and some tough afternoons of overtiredness and crankiness during the transition from one nap to none. But ultimately, be patient. Know that it's a phase your child will pass through with flying colors, with a little bit of time and a lot of flexibility and consistency. We want to give them this chance to make this change in a gradual way, but the quiet time can really help. That can help make it gradual, not just stopping the naps altogether and going full force all day long with no downtime. Make sure you build in that downtime and your child will probably make this transition just fine. And again, if you need to, you can re-implement those naps when necessary and when your child will take them. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks for listening to Sleep Cues, the Everything Baby Sleep Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a review, and share this episode with a mom or dad who might need some rest. Connect with us on Instagram at The Happy Sleep Company, and check out our website, thehappysleepcompany.com, for loads of blogs, sleep guides, and information about how we work with families one-on-one to get sleep on track.